Hi, everybody. Good morning. How's it going? Uh, it's Tuesday. It's a snow day here in New York City, and I hear it's the same in Nashville. We actually have a guest coming up to join us from Nashville. You've you definitely uh, know the guy. He's been on the show more than a couple of times. Um, but anyways, uh, before we get to that, welcome to Outkick the Morning. I am Charlie Arnold. Um, I'm really happy that it's a snow day today because it means things are a little bit more laid back because, you know, in terms of football, these past couple of days, things have, I won't call them stressful, but, but they definitely have not been what I've anticipated. So like, it's nice to have a little bit of downtime to decompress take it all in, absorb what we have witnessed because right now the playoffs are really shaping out to be much different than I think if you would have asked us midway through the season what we would have expected to see. So to get into more of that, let's bring in my good pal, Eric Coleman, former Jet football connoisseur, uh, who I know also has been watching the playoffs with a close eye. Eric, how are you? You're in South Florida, so you're not getting any snow. Yeah, I'm doing great, Charlie. Uh, you know, I wish I could uh, sympathize with you guys with the snow, but it's uh, 84 down here, so uh, no complaining this, this way. You know what? I am sticking to it. I have been saying for a while now, my goal. Now, I don't know how quickly I will get to that goal, but the goal is to be half New York, half Florida, because, I mean, it. New York is fantastic. And I mean, you know, you know, New York, you, you lived here. I mean, you still live here. You're, you're half yeah. and half, right? Yep. Half and half. Nowhere like New York. Nowhere. I mean, it doesn't matter where you go in the world. You will never, ever compete with New York. We have the best restaurants. We have the best entertainment. The fact that we can walk all over the city is one of my favorite things. Like if it wasn't for that, I do not think I would get my 10,000 steps in. So I don't know how most people, unless you're just stuck on a treadmill for, you know, hours on end, how you're getting all of your steps in. Uh, so I truly, truly love New York, but obviously we're dealing with some difficulties right now politically, you know, which have made living here a, a little bit, you know, I don't know the word to say. It's just, you know, it's not the same New York that we had in the past few years. So that aside, and then the weather, of course, you know, you have beautiful weather where you're now you're sitting in your backyard. I just asked you if you were on a football field and you're like, no, this is my backyard. So, um, okay. Enough about me wanting to live in Florida, New York. We'll get there. Um, I will regroup with you when shifts start to happen in that department. Let's talk some football. These playoff games, Eric, have been, well, listen, let's, let's just start with the, the, uh, Buffalo and, uh, Pittsburgh game. That game did transpire in the way that I had expected. Um, I definitely expected Buffalo to beat Pittsburgh, but let's, before we even get to that, let's talk about the snow because it was pushed back by what a day. It was a, a day delayed because of all the snow. Uh, again, something you're not dealing with. Uh, it was pretty, pretty crazy. The amount of snow that they got. I mean, there was feet and feet of snow. We were watching the weather come through. I mean, it was basically like this intense blizzard where you couldn't even see what was going on. And you can see the people here digging the seats out of the snow. And, and even for the game last night, you know, you watched people just trekking through trying to get to their seats. It was pretty crazy. Did you expect the game to be delayed? Like if you were in this situation, I mean, would it even be possible to play on a field or, you know, to have conditions like this as you're trying to get ready to play a game? Well, you know, you all see those those old school games when it was like a blizzard and you can't really see the field. Uh, but I think now with 
where the game was scheduled, how it was scheduled, I think it worked out perfectly for the NFL to, to move that game to Monday. Uh, it, was an, it was another doubleheader on Monday, more money for the NFL. Uh, but it was very difficult. Uh, the Buffalo Bills were actually paying fans to come in and shovel 20 out. bucks an hour. <laughs> I've never seen anything like that. That was, Not uh, bad. That was pretty incredible. Uh, but, you know, it would have been fun to play in, you know, a good atmosphere. Uh, you know, Buffalo, their fans are crazy. So, you know, the more snow, the more energy. Uh, and it was definitely a live atmosphere yesterday. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, you know, and obviously Buffalo fans, they are down for whatever. I mean, you throw a blizzard at them, no problem, right? I mean, it, it doesn't even matter. They're they're coming. They're going to show up. I I didn't actually get to see any images of the tailgates that were going on outside the stadium. I, I don't actually know. If, did a tailgate take place? Yeah, I, was, did. I have to actual, imagine people were still out there like getting after it. Yeah, there was actually a tailgate I saw and there was a mountain of snow. You know how Buffalo, they jump and break those tables. Oh, yeah. They jumped from like 20 feet in the air and it set the table on fire and, and jumped in <laughs> and landed on the table. They're, uh, they're maniacs. The snow definitely did not slow down any tailgates in Buffalo. No, that's, I mean, and you don't even need a cooler to keep your beers cold, right? You can just oh. set it in the snow. Honestly, probably, <laughs> probably under normal circumstances, if it's that cold, it's going to freeze. We saw what happened in Kansas City with the water bottles. They were just oh, yeah. literally freezing when they were being taken out of the refrigerator, which is crazy. You never thought a refrigerator would be a device used to warm, warm <laughs> products. Um, okay, but, you know, talking about the game itself, Pittsburgh, I mean, you obviously enter into a game, no matter what team you are, thinking that you have a chance. I, I in no way, shape, or form imagined Buffalo losing to Pittsburgh. Um, but Pittsburgh had their hope set on a win. Um, they came out with, you know, they came out very slow. They picked it up as the game went on, uh, but ultimately fell 31 to 17 to the Bills. And it was after the game that a reporter started to ask Mike Tomlin about his job security. He didn't even get all the way through the question. By the way, let's also keep in mind that Mike Tomlin has 17 consecutive seasons of non-losing seasons. So, I, yeah, mean, that's crazy. I that's don't know that job security should be talking, but let me just finish. He was getting asked, the reporter said, what it exactly said, he said, Mike, you have a year left on your contract. And literally Mike Tomlin just left the podium. That was it. He didn't want to hear the rest of the question. He wanted nothing to do with that. I'm sure it was like the ultimate frustration, especially after he's dealing with the loss, you know, that no, no coach wants to see. What, what do you think when, when you're presented with this idea of someone asking Mike Tomlin about his job security, when he has not had a losing season in 17 years? Yeah, I think it's ridiculous. You know, Mike Tomlin, uh, you know, the consummate pro, he's had nothing but winning seasons, takes his team uh, with a, you know, pretty much no-name quarterback. There's not a lot of guys on that offense who you can name. Uh, takes him to the playoffs in the Buffalo uh, and, and has a, a great season. And the first question that he's asked is, what about your job security? Uh, you know, I think it's a, a, a reporter fishing for a story, and Mike Tomlin didn't have time for it. You know, they lost T.J. Watt, most likely the defensive player of the year. Uh, their chances of winning without T.J. Watt are, are slim to none whenever they play without him. And they went up and fought hard against a tough Buffalo team. And then you have to come answer a question about your personal job security after your team just got done fighting their butts off. Ridiculous. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm totally with you on that, not to mention – you know, TJ Watts, one thing, they also had the midseason firing of their offensive coordinator. 
They had injuries, you know, throughout the season. Kenny Pickett, Minka Fitzpatrick, Cam Hayward, uh, two linebackers. I mean, there was a lot that they dealt with. And all things considered, getting into the postseason, still finishing with a winning record. Um, even, you know, 31 to 17 isn't the worst loss in the world, especially after starting on the slow footing that they did. Um, so I can imagine the frustration for Mike Tomlin. But now let's move to the state that you are currently residing in of Florida, uh, down in Tampa Bay, the box, Eric taking care of bit. I mean, this game, this was, this was shocking. And listen, I know that the Eagles, they always say you want to get hot at the right time. The Eagles literally did the opposite of that. They started off the season 10 and zero, and then they dropped seven straight games. And, um, then they lost last night to the bucks who would have imagined us saying this to you, during the Super Bowl last year, they lost 32 to nine. It was a disgusting game by the Eagles. Oh, that was, it was so tough to watch the Eagles in the second half of the season. Again, like you mentioned, they start off 10 and one. Everyone thinks that they're on track to go back to the Super Bowl. Same pretty much, same key players Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, the great defense. And then they just crumble. And there's really no excuse why they started playing as bad. Uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of sports betters that, you know, are, are looking at the Eagles like, man, there's no way they can continue to play this bad. But last night they did. Uh, 14 yards in the second half of that game. Uh, just a just a terrible performance for the Eagles. And you got to give credit to Todd Bowles and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They had a great game plan. They were getting after the Eagles. Baker Mayfield, a guy who no one gave a Baker chance. Baker Mayfield, can we say it louder sense. for the people in the back? Baker Mayfield has had a one heck of a year, throwing for over 4,000 yards career high, uh, just kind of revitalizing his career right in front of our eyes. Yeah, you know, I'm actually really happy. I've had like a bit of an emotional roller coaster as it pertains to Baker Mayfield because there was a few moments there when he was exiting Cleveland that I was like, please shut up. No one wants to hear you speak. You're a child, right? Um, but maybe I look back and I think, you know, Maybe he was misunderstood, right? Because then, and I also saw a graphic last night uh, when I was watching the game. He has had the most amount of coaches in six seasons than any, I don't know if it's any player or any quarterback in NFL history. I mean, he's, I think he's had nine different coaches, you know, whether yeah. it's head coach, interim coach, interim head coach. And then, of course, he switched teams several times, but it was crazy. Um, but I really can appreciate how I also heard this on the game last night. They were talking about when he finally got to LA and Sean McVay was like, listen, I just want you to be Baker Mayfield. You know, a lot of times as a quarterback, I can imagine as any, any position in a game or any, you know, any position in life in general, like doesn't matter if you're an athlete or not, you lose confidence when things don't necessarily go your way or people start to doubt you, or you have, you know, adversity and in, in situations that you weren't planning, you know, not going your way. And Baker Mayfield probably like, was losing his mind a little bit. So when he got to LA, started to come into his own again. And then you have a guy like Sean McVay, who's clearly awesome with athletes. I mean, I've heard nothing but good things about him as a coach. Say, you know, we just want you to be you. And then we start seeing these glimpses of the Baker Mayfield. And remember why, you know, the Browns took him as high as they did. I don't remember. What was he drafted? He was number one overall. Okay, okay. I wanted to make sure before I said that out loud. Yeah, no, you were a first. Number one overall draft pick. I mean, come on, right? And then he goes he goes to uh, Tampa Bay. Same thing. Todd Bowles said, just be you. And holy, 
I was about to curse. I don't know if I'm allowed to, but right. Yeah. It's incredible. Last night he had, let's see, Baker Mayfield last night joined Tom Brady, who's done this three times, mind you, as the only quarterback in Bucks history with 300 plus passing yards in a playoff game. So, I mean, if that doesn't tell you that he's doing his thing, I don't know what does. Yeah, against a, a, an Eagles defense who last year broke all kinds of records for how effective they were. So uh, he wasn't playing any slouch. And, and great job by Baker. Great, you know, play calling by, by the offensive coordinator of the Buccaneers. And, and the big playmakers came through the play yesterday. Uh, it's just a really unbelievable performance for Tampa Bay. Yeah, he was incredible. 22 of 36 for 337 yards, no interceptions. Uh, the defense also spectacular. Held the Eagles to 275 yards. Hertz was sacked three times. And obviously, we saw the Eagles unable to convert. Um, never, they never converted uh, on nine attempts on third down. So the Eagles were yeah. shells of themselves. And um, it's it's a pretty embarrassing way to go out. Um, you know, you were in the yeah. Super Bowl last year. Now you've been eliminated in the wild card round. It's the NFL for you, I suppose. But uh, props to Baker Mayfield. Super excited to see him do his thing and excited to see what the Bucks are. Do you think the Bucs are going to be in the Super Bowl? Let's just like be like really crazy and weird here. <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't put it past them. Uh, you know, I was in Atlanta. Uh, we won the NFC South. We had a first round bye. We run into the Green Bay Packers who barely got into the playoffs. The only reason they got into a playoff game or into the playoffs is because of a loss from another team. They end up getting hot at the right time. Aaron Rodgers goes through the, the NFL like a hot knife through butter, and they end up winning a Super Bowl. So it can definitely happen. You get hot at the right time. You have that confidence. You have a great defense. Who knows? I mean, listen, I'm going to the Super Bowl. So here's what I ask. I just want a great game. I don't want it to be like a weird, unevenly matched game because as cool as it is to see like a random team get in, right? Like, oh, this is a cool Cinderella story. I mean, Cinderella might be like a little bit of a, a stretch, <laughs> um, but I don't want it to be like the 49ers and like, I mean, who could we throw in that would be like pretty like crazy at this time? Uh, whatever, you know, like I just don't want it to be a... Yeah like a, a weird game. And then it's, it's not a fun game to watch. And then um, also like the fan bases, I'm, I'm all about like having good rowdy fan bases make up the Super Bowl. Um, yeah. Okay. Finally, let's get to the fact that Bill Belichick, obviously news came out last week. He's out in new England looking for a new home. Just yesterday, he made his first stop in Atlanta. Speaking of, you just mentioned Atlanta uh, to interview with the Falcons. So there's some some odds, some some favorites um, MGM has put out. Then the the favorite is the Falcons. So, no, 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 I'm sorry. The favorite is not coaching mm. at all. So, um, I don't know if you think that that's going to happen or you think he'll land with the Falcons. Or there's also the idea of the Chargers, the Commanders, the Titans, any other NFL team. And then comes along the Panthers, the Giants, the Saints. And then pulling it all up at the end, we've got the Jets. <laughs> well, you know, I, I think that him not coaching is a big possibility. He's 71, 72 years old. Uh, you know, and it's a tough task. It takes a lot off you uh, to coach a team and to rebuild a team. But if I had to bet on one of the, those teams, I would go with the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, they okay. have the most pieces already. You know, they have a great quarterback. Great pieces on the defensive side, and the Chargers haven't won in years, and they'd probably probably be willing to give Belichick somewhat um, of control of of the 
general manager uh, position. He can, you know, control the roster spots. And that's what Bill Belichick's going to need if he wants to rebuild a team in the way that he's done in the past. So I like the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, they need a little bit of boost in their fan base and, and some excitement in that organization. Um, I love it. Um, I, I had a little bit of a Bill Belichick cross my mind yesterday because I put a navy blue sweatshirt on my dog, Zora. And I literally was like, Zora, you look like Bill Belichick. So, I'm sure she wasn't happy to be compared to Bill Belichick. She wasn't. And in fact, it was her birthday yesterday. So um, I called her Bill Belichick on her birthday. So I'm not sure as a, you know, a female to be compared to Bill Belichick is, you know, what you're looking for as you <laughs> as you age up. But uh, that's what she got. And, um, you know, she can't talk back to me. So <laughs> she has to take it. Um, OK, Eric, before I let you go, anything you'd like to tell us what you're up to? What's going on? How's Florida life? Oh, Florida is great. I've been back and forth to New York. Um, super excited. I'm, I'm going to be at the Super Bowl as well, Charlie. So Ooh. we'll have to connect in, in Las Vegas. Yes. Um, really excited. It's going to be my first time actually going to the Super Bowl game. So I, I'm pretty pumped about that. I usually just go out to the Super Bowl for the all the, you know, the networking and all the, the fun parties and everything like that. But this year I'm going to the game. So like you, I hope it's a great matchup and, and an entertaining game. Me too. Okay, done and done. We will definitely be seeing each other in Vegas. Uh, I'm going to be out there for quite some time to start out the month because I have UFC, I have PowerSlap, I have OutKick stuff. So I'm going to be out there. I'm gonna basically be a Vegas resident for the first half of the month. But um, Eric, I'm so happy to have caught up with you. It's so nice to see your smiling face. Go frolic. Go on a walk. It's beautiful. I'm looking at snow right now. So I hope you enjoy yourself. All right. Thanks. Have a great day, Charlie. Outkick the morning. We'll be right back after a short break. Stay tuned. Okay, on the subject of snow, um, I'm only looking at a few inches right here. We've got the flurries coming down in New York City, but in Buffalo, it was a completely different story. I want to show you some video that, you know, had basically the fans doing everything that they had to do to get into the stadium to get to their seats. I mean, like Eric said, people were being paid 20 bucks an hour to shovel snow. This is just one example of why they were offering fans 20 bucks an hour to shovel snow. I mean, the seats are completely buried. You can't even see them. And I was actually blown away last night when I saw the game on the broadcast to start things off. I was like, oh my gosh, the field looks tremendous. Beautiful. I mean, it looked like a sunny day in Buffalo. I think we have one more video too. Um, of fans in the snow. So let's take a quick look at that. Oh, no, we just have a picture. Okay, so yeah, I mean, you've got the whole fam. You've got the crew. This is dedication right here. All right? I don't feel like they're dressed that warmly. Like, this guy's got a jersey on. What does he have underneath that jersey? I hope he has, like, you know, maybe some thermals, some type of puffer coat that it doesn't look like that he does. Like, these, these Buffalo fans are sick. They are literally sick in the head where they don't even have to wear that much clothing, and they're totally fine wading through snow to get to a game but listen that's why they're considered one of the most loyal fan bases in the league uh speaking of loyal i feel like it's my responsibility now on that note to bring in someone who i deem to be ultra loyal to me <laughs> to the show to any subject that i throw his way he's just totally down to talk about so mike gunzelman where are you at What's going on? How are we? Yeah, let's go. Yeehaw. Uh, snow yeah. in Nashville. Yeah, it's uh, it, we got like uh, six inches or so. So uh, what's interesting about this is it's uh, none of the roads are plowed whatsoever. And uh, I was texting 
uh, the, the hot mic guys. I was like, what is happening? And they're like, oh, yeah, we don't really have the infrastructure. I'm like, I've been hearing that excuse for years about southern cities. You got to at least have a couple plows. Like, what are we doing here? Isn't it <laughs> odd, too, that Nashville has more snow than New York? It's bizarre, right? Yeah, it's why I mean, they they canceled school on Sunday through Wednesday because they just knew that the city wasn't going to Sunday through Wednesday. School's already canceled. It was- yeah. Yep. Yep. Wild. Wow, I, coming just- from New York, I was like, what is happening? We have blizzards. We have everything. I'm just like, people, come on, get with it. But uh, I was hey. a student in Nashville. I would I mean, this is like the ultimate. Yeah. It's right. Wild. I mean, it's that's wild. sweet yeah. to get one snow day as a kid. I remember being like thrilled. Um, also, can we just quickly throw it back to when we were growing up and Oof. you had to sit in front of the television and it was like it was the NFL draft. You yeah. had to wait for yes. your school to come across the bottom and the of radio. the radio and the radio and the radio. <laughs> you had you had to sit there with patience. Yep. Kids Praying. don't know what patience is. They don't know what it Praying. feels like to not know whether I was going to see Park Tudor School or Washington Township scroll across the bottom of my screen but you know what once it got canceled there was no better feeling in the world oh oh i, I, I long for that in my adulthood that kind of feeling of just like how do we achieve that feeling yeah, yeah, what, what is what the we... modern day kid version of having a snow day what is that sure yeah what what would that be what is the modern day honestly I was really excited when we decided to do the show from home. To, I mean, that's not like as exciting because it's not <laughs> right, like, yeah. you know, it's not like, a whole. but I was yeah. excited to be at home today. Um, but that's, yeah. you're right. That's not the equivalent. The equivalent is. It's gotta be something awesome. Yeah. I, I really don't. Yeah. Snow days were awesome. Building snow forts. And you just felt like you were just like the king of the world. Hot chocolate and running around yeah. and everything. Yeah. You know, maybe, we need that getting, back in maybe our lives. getting like unexpected upgrade. Like I've got a good one. I mean, here, here we go. I went to Greece a few years ago. Okay. And I was in, I was, a, it was a Delta flight. I was in Delta premium economy, Delta comfort. And, you know, the flight to Greece was, I think it was to Athens. It was like nine hours. So it was a, a substantial flight. Right. They oversold the flight. And they were like, we're upgrading you to Delta One, which is the lie flat seat. So I, for free, okay. got upgraded to Greece to the lie flats, which means I got a tremendous sleep. I, I arrived in Athens feeling like refreshed. Right and it was just right like, you know, I got, I got all the good meals. I mean, those tickets are expensive. So for me, that was... Okay, that I'll was give you that. Pretty phenomenal. That's that is definitely yeah. It's the random wins, especially something like that that's unexpected. That's what it's all about. I'll give you that. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, okay, let's just because we're on the subject of wins. Uh, we had a, a Wheel of Fortune contestant who did not get the win because she screwed up on guessing what the final puzzle would say. Yeah. And um, do we have a picture of what the the puzzle was? For Wheel of Fortune, I'm wondering, just so we can show everyone. Oh, we have a video. Okay, so let's let's roll that video and then we'll we'll react. Ten seconds to tell us what's up there. Good luck. Bagels and beignets, bagels and croissant, bagels and beignets, bagels and. You know, a lot of shops have stopped spelling it the proper way, and that's uh, that's probably what you're. But there is a UGH up there. I'm sorry. And now I have to look in here and see what we didn't get, which, oh, my goodness. There it is again. 
Oh my God. To Oh my, see, that is the opposite of seeing your, your school on the snow day list. Uh, to have oh, that's, the envelope that's all your that you yeah. no longer get a BMW because okay, I I feel for this woman because honestly, my first when I before I even read the story, I looked at the picture and I thought beignets. Right. I mean donuts like I don't spell donuts like that anymore. Nobody either. does. Yeah. You, you know what? Like yeah, it, it, this is the equivalent as you just said about all your friends that went to a different school. They all have off, but you still have to go to uh, school on a snow day. You know what I mean? Like you're the one, and you're like, why is this happening to me? I don't even remember the last time I ever saw or spelt donuts that way. Uh, if Dunkin' Donuts doesn't spell it that way, because obviously they don't, uh, how is Wheel of Fortune going with that? I mean, come on now. Uh, like, I feel like she should get some sort of like redo or something like that. Like, uh, it's and it wasn't that easy of a puzzle. Like, obviously, like you see it and you're just like, huh, but not really. Because when is the last time you saw that? I mean, come on now. If Dunkin' Donuts isn't doing it, they're the biggest chain in the freaking world. Then, uh, that's a rough day. Like, that, that's a rough, uh, it, it rough is rough. Game. But I mean, unfortunately, like, that's the game, right? And in bagels and donuts might have been one of the easier, yeah you know, I don't know. What do you call it? Like responses on the board. Like there are some that I'm like, I never would have gotten that. I just love that. Pat Sajak is just like, he just doesn't care whatsoever. Oh, he doesn't he, care. Yeah. I love it. He's just over it. He's yeah. ruthless. Yeah. He's like, I, Sorry. You, no. What, do, what would you say is uh what would you say is the top game show to be a contestant on? And if Ooh. it's not the price is right, then I'm hanging up right now. It's got to be the Price is Right. The price that is, is the right best game in, show. Wait, wait, but who was the old school? What was the um the original? Bob host Barker. Oh, sorry, I was like, I know it's something epic. Uh, Bob yeah. Barker. Yes, in the Bob Barker days, Wheel of Fortune. I mean, when I used to watch with my grandma on probably snow days. Wow, Price is Right. I could all day. I mean that that game, the Plinko board, the everything. Yeah. The, the I still pl play by Price is Right rules. Like if I'm doing a bet, like if we're betting the cost of something. And I, and I, and I'm under, I'm like, it's price is right rules. Like it's a, it's a thing. Yeah. Price but, is right. Definitely. Number one. But now sure. I wouldn't say price is right. I would say probably like the most, the coolest game to be on, I would say is jeopardy at this point. But that being said, jeopardy is tough. Yeah. And I would be utterly and completely embarrassed if you put me on jeopardy because I am not like a trivia girl. Like I don't, I guess if you put me on, I would study a little bit, but like the, they're just so completely random on there. And I don't think yeah. I would do so hot. Yeah. I I'd be exposed. Would. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not, not a big Jeopardy fan. Price is right. I used to like supermarket sweep as well. Ooh, supermarket sweep. How about that? Oh, that's a good I one. I never cared actually, so much about a grocery store in my life until supermarket. Wait, sweep actually supermarket around. sweep. I would dominate that because I am. Well, if you put me in a grocery store, especially where I'm familiar, I mean, like Whole Foods right now, the Whole Foods I go to, I know where everything is. Like, I can jet in there, grab, 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 grab. Um, so actually, that would be fun. I would be super into that. Um, okay, another story about winning. This one is awesome. Uh, I think we can both agree on this. We, there will be no debating. We had an Air Force officer, one Miss America, and it was incredible because she was the first ever active duty officer to win this prestigious award, which is incredible because we've obviously seen in, you know, past years, seasons, a little bit of, you know, interesting yeah. choices being made. Um, in some of these pageants, we've seen winners who aren't even women, women winning. 
So uh, this was really awesome. Uh, this is someone who truly deserves the award. I mean, you talk about your mission, uh, beauty inside and out. You talk about, you know, what you're giving back. Uh, it's just, I don't think you could ask for a more deserving winner than Second Lieutenant Madison Marsh, a.k.a. Miss Colorado, who was just crowned Miss America 2024. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, definitely a win all around. I'm all about the U.S. military. Let's go, let's go, let's go. But also, uh, you know, uh, she had a great story behind her. She talked about uh, how she is going to dedicate this now to her mom, who unfortunately passed away uh, from pancreatic cancer. But she's using this yeah. to a, uh, you know, just like using this for you know uh, more awareness and also like going to live her mom's example through this, which I think is awesome. And also, listen, you... She could have been flying missions about like overseas and stuff. And instead, she's able to do this right now. I think it's great. I think it's a great, uh, you know, kind of victory for the country as a whole. Um, you know, I always say that anybody who joins the military is tougher than the rest of us. And it, isn't it amazing that America, the beauty about America is this, my friend, anybody who wants to, you know, crap talk us or anything like that. Uh, the reason you're able to is because of people like her, because when blank hits the fan, they're the ones that are going to go over there. All the people that criticize, demonize, all that, they're the first ones to run away. And that's why this is a great uh, a great win. She says that she really put her mind to it. She really wanted to, uh, you know, really wanted to win this. It's not like it was just a yeah. that she really wanted to. You know what? Boom. Let's go. Nobody more deserving than uh, Massive Morgan right there. And honestly, this is the ultimate epitome of get you a girl that can do both. <laughs> Yes. Okay, because I'm looking right now, everybody, if you have some time, go to the article on outkick.com. There are yeah. photos side by side of her one in her jumpsuit, it's like her, I don't know if she's like parachuting, if it's her pilot jumpsuit, I'm not really exactly sure. I think it's maybe her pilot jumpsuit. Uh, she's like totally dressed down, you know, no makeup, hair pulled back in like this very like, you know, fatigue-esque type suit not showing off any curves. And then the photo below, she's in this skin tight, beautiful green ball gown. And her hair is like slicked back. She's got a makeup. She's giving this seductive look to the camera. I'm like, holy crap, she is hot. She is a badass who is hot. I mean, this literally, it does not get any better than this. I think she definitely was the right choice to win Miss America. And I'm super excited that the pageant because I'm sure there's many different directions they could have gone in, right? I'm sure there's a lot of women who are on that stage who do pretty impressive things. But this, this is very oh, outside the box it, yeah. for Miss America. And I love that they went in this direction. And I feel like it really sends a very strong message to the younger generation of women uh, that you can go out and, and do things that aren't maybe stereotypical for a woman and be ultra successful and still ultra beautiful and ultra feminine. So I really love it. Can't disagree right there at all. I, if anything, I would uh, just talk about best of both worlds. I'd be intimidated. <laughs> like, uh, you yeah, know, you're like, uh, you, yeah, I you're mean, cooler than me. Like, I was like, I got nothing. I got nothing if I'm going out there. Like, she'll get my, if I get into a bar fight, she'll be the one to kick the guy's ass, not me. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Like, yeah, she, for sure. Put her, yeah. put her on the front lines uh, when there's a potential fight at the bar. Yeah. Um, okay. I have a couple of uh, suggestions, guns, because we are having the conversation about what is the adult equivalent. I have two. One, your company's cell phone and email and laptop is locked out for the day. So, like, you just can't correspond with your bosses. That's solid. 
And then another yeah. one. And actually, yeah. I would this one I would totally go with. Only we didn't realize or appreciate the gift that was being given to us at the time. And that was COVID. No one appreciated COVID because literally <laughs> we all were in summer camp for months on end. Yeah. If only yeah. we would have realized that it was complete BS and that everything was going to be fine. But like, listen, we can't go to work. We can't go out. You know, like we're two forced weeks. to watch two we're weeks. For, we're forced got- to binge watch Sopranos during the day. Like I was forced for to ride curve. a bike yeah. drinking a high noon while in Florida. Like that was yeah. the job that was delegated to me at the time. And and if only I would have thought to myself, you know what, this is all good. Like this is just appreciate it. I mean, think about the joyous, real joyous times. We it was had. a year and a half of pretty much nobody doing anything. because it was <laughs> And we'll weeks. never get that God back. Do the curve. God do the curve. God do the curve. Oh, my God. Like, it was, I, I still say to this day, remember Tiger King? If Tiger yes. King came out at any other point in the history of uh, the, the world, it would not be as big of a hit. But we had nothing else to watch nothing except to Tiger do. King. It was wild. God, now, that I, was, uh, looking back, it was it was a year of uh, semi-vacation. Besides it was, all the and honestly, bad things that happened, but yeah, <laughs> is it okay? I, I won't, I won't even, I won't even say what I was gonna say. I was gonna say like, is it horrible that like, you know, listen, don't I don't want anyone don't. to be, I don't want, I don't want listen. anyone to be sick. I don't want anyone to, I don't want anyone to, you know, I, th- that part of it I understand now. was was very difficult. <laughs> yes. But I'm talking strictly from the standpoint of literally having like so much free. Well, it's crazy because while we had freedom, we had no freedoms either. They they wouldn't let us outside or into restaurants with, without masks on for a while, which was ridiculous. I was, I was the biggest mask breaker in the world. Like I always got yelled at whether I was at, I remember I was at WWE. I would get yelled at for not having my mask on. I'd walk into a restaurant, not have a mask on. I tried to, you know, go buy deodorant one time. They're like, we only allow masked up people. I was like, well, I'm not buying deodorant from you then. Um, on, on flights, I would be the slowest eater. So I wouldn't have to wear my mask. I would like slowly nibble my pretzels People be um, freaking out all right. What a time. What a time. Yeah. What okay. a time for sure. One yeah. last thing I want to get to with get to with you before we <clears throat> sign off for this uh snow day or our version of a snow day is so yesterday, were you sad yesterday, guns? Sort of. No? I okay. mean, I'm not I wasn't as sad as Dallas Cowboys fans because I that was probably amazing to see them lose. But uh, you know, I think it was a little uh, okay, but you weren't yeah. that sad. Okay, bottom line is you weren't that. You're you're trying to like fake. You're trying to like fake sadness now. You were you were fine. I'm just a, a lot of people were sad run. though, or yeah. or they should be sad because it was called Blue Monday yesterday. It's technically the saddest day of the year, and the reason that they say it, it's always the third Monday of January. Okay, one because Mondays are just like not great days, right? You have to go back to work. It's kind of like eh, like not the greatest headspace of a day. Right. B Monday is considered the most depressing month of the year. Uh, it's a combination of, you know, the post-holiday come down. A lot of people have already failed their resolutions. Absolutely. Also, the days are just kind of gloomy, right? We still are getting early sunsets, all that type of thing. So yeah. it's just like the ultimate, it's called Blue Monday. It's the ultimate blue day. Blue but Monday, they're saying, okay. Yeah. They're saying, but according to your horoscope, there are ways to combat Blue Monday. And I imagine if yesterday was the saddest day, Probably some sadness is, you know, there's some residual sadness. So like today you might be a little sad the next day. So there are certain ways, depending on your horoscope, that you can combat sadness. So I'm going to just roll through them. Uh, Aries, you ice roll your face, which as a woman I know all about. It's fantastic. If you have inflammation in your face, just get one of those ice rollers. Take it in. 
get things nice and sculpted. It does lovely things. Uh, wait, which one are you also? So when we hit yours, I can. I am a, a Gemini. Which, You're a Gemini. Uh, yeah. I don't understand a lot of the horoscope stuff, but I think Gemini means I'm great. Uh, definitely. Uh, if you're a Taurus, you should buy yourself a succulent. That's weird. Uh, Gemini, here you go. Read, do not scroll. So like, get off your phone, read a book, guns. Uh, no, it's 2024. I'm good on that. I'll read outkick.com instead. Let's go. Okay, so he's not going to do that, but here's mine. <laughs> Cancer, make yourself the kind of meal meant to be enjoyed in the cold and dark. Um, This sounds great. Although I'm going to switch it to have someone make me the type of meal that's meant to be enjoyed in the cold and dark because I'm not much of a cook yet. I have, that was one of my resolutions is to learn how to cook better, but so far, um, not there. So, but yes, I'm definitely an eater. So I love this. Leo's, you should seek the sunshine. Virgo's dance it out. Libra's add color to your home. And then there's a really awfully ugly picture of a pillow that I hope no one ends up buying. Scorpios, take a deep breath. Sagittarius, get hyped about a future plan. I like this one. I like getting hyped about future plans. Yeah. Um, Capricorn, sweat outside. Aquarius, call a friend. Pisces, make your bed a nest, which sounds awesome. I mean, laying in bed all day. I think the kids call it bed rotting. I think they call it snow day. Yeah, uh, that sounds... <laughs> Listen, let's roll all, all of these into one. Here's what I want. Here's what I want for myself on a snow day. Or any day, if I can muster it. I want to be in bed or on the couch, curled up. I want good food, whether homemade or delivered. I want a yep. good movie on. Yep. And um, what else? I mean, I guess, do I need anything and, else? And, and you got to go outside for a little bit for, for, for oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah no, you're exactly right. You got to, uh, you got to get the, uh, the hot chocolate. You got to get the, uh, you know, the, uh, whatever food you got, you, you want to do, uh, you key, uh, the, the movie is key. Thank you, Netflix, because you're able to just rock and roll yes. on that. And then, uh, yeah. And then maybe a little bit of price is right. So, uh, yeah, yeah. that's, that's the bottom a little price is right. Yeah. And then like it said, ice roll the face for me as a woman, a little skincare, like I will definitely do like a little bit of my skincare as I'm rotting yeah. away. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's, what's great about all this is it, it's the fact that, uh, Somehow I was told I have to read a book and I'm not going to, but I would do all the rest of those though. I would do all the rest of them. Maybe eventually, sure. maybe eventually yeah. we'll get you reading a book again. Listen, maybe you know who's going to be reading a lot of books these days? Cowboys and Eagles fans, because they got rocked, dominated, destroyed, a joke all of them have done. I cannot wait for next week's playoff games. Yo, Chiefs, Bills, Sunday night. Let's go, yeah, Chiefs, Charlie. Be, it's going to be we got. We've got Texans Ravens, the early game so on Saturday. Yeah. And then we've got Packers 49ers late game following yep. day, Bucks Lions, which I think that'll be a, a really good game also. Yeah. Um, and then Chiefs Bills. So um it's gonna be fun. This will be fun. I'm excited. Um, all right. Well, that's it. Guns. Now, depending on what your plans are, you can run back to bed, you can run outside, whatever you need to do. The day is yours. Uh yeah. Along with all of the kiddos in Nashville. Yeah. Or, or, uh, or I got to go work right now at outkick.com. I'm going to write great content, Ooh. maybe some content about snow days and best game shows. You got to check it out. Outkick.com. Yeah. Or I have the, a full or day the, ahead of me, Charlie. I ain't going to bed. I ain't going to bed nowhere. I got to produce that content for everybody. Let's go. Wow. You are an ambitious man, which is why I love you. Um, okay, <laughs> everybody, we're going to sign off simultaneously. Thank you so much for being here. This has been a pleasure sharing 
the first ever snow day on outkick.com with, I mean, outkick.com, outkick the morning with you. Outkick.com is, is guns domain. Uh, I, I vote for more snow days. I'm just saying maybe one snow day a week, even when the summer like comes around. I don't know. Um, okay. So for now, everybody make sure to remember another show drops tomorrow. You can follow me on social media at Charlie on TV. And with that, everyone, wherever you are in the country or the world, I hope you get a little bit of snow. And if not, I hope you still have a really relaxing, enjoyable day and do whatever makes you happy. Uh, But anyways, that's it. And I will see you tomorrow. Bye.